What it do, people? It's your boy Sherman Obed back here once again here on What's the Word Entertainment. Obed, what's good with you, man? What's going on, Sherman? How you doing, sir? Chilling, man. You know what it is? Uh, another bright and sunny day out here in Florida. How things out in D.C.? Is still is people still behaving themselves or no? Um, uh, no, you know, this is the town that uh, craziness and, and I believe the, t- the kids call it uh, a- uh, built. Uh, so, um, no, yeah, things are things are good right now. Uh, we just had like a flash storm flood something it was uh it was pretty epic it was like mm. monsoon i didn't have my arc ready so i wasn't really going for a swim but uh no we you, made it out alive you didn't, you didn't bring two of you wasn't getting two of each animal ready absolutely not absolutely not i was like like let me get two shaco tacos and then i'll Ooh, get two Star- right you know just make sure the, the the ice cream fridge is stocked people remember let me, that let me give me let me get two banana cognacs <laughs> Oh man, yo, let's get it going, Obed. Uh, we got—I know we're going to get into our usual NFL discussion and continue our divisional breakdown. I believe we're on the West this week because we did the East last week. A uh, couple of random topics, though. A um, couple of things in baseball I wanted to touch on. First is just to me is just hilarious, and I'm not sure if you had a t- you had a chance to see this video, but Pirates in infielder Rodolfo Castro was suspended for one game for a little bit of a cell phone gaff. This dude came around second base, sliding into third. And sure enough, his cell phone pops out of his back pocket. I don't know if you did you see happen to see the video? I haven't seen the video. I have seen the pictures. And to be quite honest with you, I mean, I'm I'm surprised like you're a you're a a elite athlete, elite athlete Mm -hmm. running around with an iPhone 13 Pro in your pocket. Like, fam, is that not impeding (laughs) your ability to do your job? Like, I I had hoped that maybe it would chop out and be a flip phone, a burner, you know, something small, (laughs) concealed, like, have that on the road for the shorties, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, yo, just pass it back, pass it back, pass it back. No, don't touch me (laughs) real my number. Wife is watching. Yo, but, but the funny thing about this is, and please, if you get a chance, watch this video. Um, As he slides in, the phone pops out. The um, the third base umpire is the one who's like, yo, my man, right there. He's like, oh, snap. Get Picks it up, right? And then he goes to the, his third base coach because he was about to put it. And then he's like, yo, yo, hold that for me real quick. The coach looks away. And from him, he's like, yo, he has this look of dismay on his face. Like, my man, are you serious right now? You got your cell phone I can't, on you. Like, I can't even. You? you know what? Just give me the damn phone. Give me the damn so- phone. So like, what on, that really lets us start questioning, like, well, you got your cell phone on you on the field. Do you have your cell phone in the in the dugout? Is that you? Yeah, are you are right. you in, in the dugout? On Which your is not allowed when you, when you should be in your phone. Why do you have your phone in the dugout? Right. Somebody is. Good. I'm not going to say people are cheating, but well, if you well, have a cell phone, it's interesting. If somebody's in the stands and they see something, they can text you because they know mm-hmm. they Right. So I believe they didn't do the uh, Major League Baseball did perform an investigation of his phone. Um, they cleared him of any wrongdoing, but he still was suspended for one game for just having the device on uh, on, on his person on the field. But they did cl- clear him from anything like you may have mentioned, no, some sort of scandal or anything like that. So he's okay. good on that. So basically, right. he was probably just, just hopping on some Twitter. Instagram reels. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> swipe. He was just swiping right all day long. Apparently, oh, got him. You know, but it's like. Dude, please watch the video. The coach's reaction to it is amazing. He's just like, "Are you serious? Just give me the phone. Come on, dude." It's but uh, disgusted parent. Disgusted. Yeah, parent. literally that. Disgusted I taught parent. you better than this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, and, it's a conversation for later. 
about you know what these uh leagues have turned into with the next latest pre you hear you hear a lot of uh older vets right now the guys we grew up with talking about the game in the way that uh old get off my lawn veteran players used to talk about (laughs) but we were young that they may have a point you know to you know what what hey i thought it was a thing when people were wearing aggressive chains you could have you know your little cuban legs you little small chain you know what i mean but the guys are out here like like uh uh titty boy excuse me two chains thinking that it's okay (laughs) to have this much jewelry on you it's we can't have the team out here looking for des bryant's uh, carrots that he lost on the practice field why are you wearing diamond carrot real diamond carrot rings on the practice field right you know what i mean right right yeah dude it's just funny man these uh these athletes they think i don't know maybe yeah, they just think they can do whatever. It's just funny to me. Uh, anyway, other baseball news, Obed, um, Padres uh, all-star shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. was recently suspended for 80 games for a PED violation, which is astonishing to me that this, this still even happens. Um, he apparently, he had inadvertently took a medication to, quote, treat ringworm that contained a certain substance, which is on the banned list. First of all, I wanted to talk about the suspension itself, but the, but the, really the 80 games portion I was kind of focused on because it includes obviously the remainder of the season, but it, um, it also, and obviously it'll, it'll carry on to next season, but it includes any postseason games that the Padres plan. Well, that's what I thought was pretty interesting because I don't believe that's the same thing in football, for example. So if you get suspended, let's say eight games at the end of the year, there's only two games left. It's going to, it's going to carry the six games in the next, even if your team makes the playoff playoffs, postseason doesn't count in football for suspensions from, if, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Playoffs doesn't count. No, I think if you're suspended, you're suspended. Uh, you can, yeah, you but can if you're, level. Right. But if you get a, let's say you get an eight game suspension in the NFL, yeah. and there's four games left in the year. You get those four games and your team makes the playoffs and they play four games in the playoff or two games. Does that count your towards suspension or you got four more games next season? Oh, that's a good question um i thought it i thought the postseason did not count that's why hmm. i'm saying i thought it was just regular season games oh let's do a little fact finding here you know uh, what i mean uh, but like i said i just thought it was great that it's so wild that baseball hands down hands uh, hands down these lengthy suspension i'm not saying he's not deserved being suspended for you know um, um violating the uh uh performance enhancing substance you know, violation you know what i mean but yeah. uh 80 games that's that's pretty much half a season because they, baseball they play 162 games you know yeah where where guys commit way farther um way stronger crimes like domestic violence or assault or things like that and get a handful of games and they're right back on the field you know what i mean it's just amazing to see that what they take precedent of what they feel is what is more important you know we kind of just touched on this a little bit last week, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, it's it's that's a problem. There's no good precedent. They weren't really some of some of the stories that come out of uh, baseball, maybe even most sporting leagues about you know, the real, the raw. Uh, the NFL shuts down the show on ESPN because apparently ESPN got some really good information about stories in the NFL people know about individuals using drugs before they go out on the field, you know, illicit activity, uh, playmakers, playmakers, I believe was the show. They had them shut that show down because it was too close to, uh, to home. You think about it, the MLB is no different, but the thing is these things are going on because there are no, there's no real punishments, right? Like 
it seems to get a little bit more lenient. Uh, we spoke about Josh Brown in the NFL for uh, uh, alcoholism and spousal abuse, not mm. getting uh, any uh, a fining from the NFL. Uh, and individuals seeing one-year suspensions for marijuana uh, versus what seems to be six-week suspensions, six-game suspensions uh, for 24 allegations of, of domestic, some kind of illicit activity mm, yeah with right. Watson. right 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 so it's uh if if things were never punished or enforced in the beginning how can you enforce them now it's just kind of i'm not going to call it a reckoning but like a smarten up moment right like let's if we don't have guidelines set guidelines set guidelines that everybody agrees on make right the, the punishment will fit the crime there you go right which is definitely something so i mean do you think 80 games is excessive for something like this I, you know, baseball doesn't exist through the nineties without steroids. <laughs> I want to talk about how much you hate steroids, but like all these guys you love, Sammy mm-hmm. Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, A-Rod, A-Rod, you know, these guys are all mm-hmm. juiced up on something. Yeah. Um, what was it? Conseco? People don't recognize that when you live in the DMV, you, and you've been here a while, you don't send seem to get, let things go that deal with players from this area. So Brady Anderson and his, you know, outlier steroid season where he ripped off, like, I don't even know how many homers it was. I, it, some, I don't want to, you know, make up a number here, but he hit a lot of homers relative to his average number of homers in a year. Mm. You're like, wow, we finally had a guy, a great player, you know, great guy come through out of nowhere. No, it's all steroids. Like how he, he his relevancy comes from, and, and the issue, the, uh, sports ability to stay relevant in the people's eye. A lot of it, uh, uh, Jerry Jones once said, any publicity is good publicity, right? Mm. So uh, sometimes you, hey, you want to be famous, but people forget the famous people. You want to be infamous because they remember you forever, right? So why not? Balco, all this stuff, right, make, right, a, right. make an entire show out of it because the soap opera, like I've had people say that, uh, not that we say there is any one gender for something, but uh fantasy football in the nfl is just uh what's it called um soap opera for men mm. right <laughs> the the storylines the the is he coming back, he back walking or... through the door right <laughs> right, 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 right crazy stuff yeah yeah um, yeah and it pulls you it's endearing and endearing makes you money oh yeah and so i don't know what how i would i could have been surprised i wouldn't have been surprised if it was less because of his response for what happened Mm. if he was actually taking and, something for his health you and, know and he's ex- and he's accepting it he, I don't I don't believe he's yeah. appealing to suspension which is wild but hey this is yeah. you know I mean at this point I think some people let's say we grew up in the 90s right we used to watch the, the the cartoon the mutant league and if any of you have ever heard of it or seen it before go watch the mutant league it's basically what it is if you saw the hit that took out Peyton Manning I'm not surprised his neck is fused and that he might have had uh connections with people in Europe who are making him the good stuff right like, so i feel you man uh well let's keep it rolling obed um other mention other topic i wanted to mention excuse me was uh your boy Lakers star lebron james got a new deal well not a new deal he got an, uh, an extension he agreed to with the lakers today got a two-year 97.1 million dollar contract extension which does include a player option for 20 the 24 25 uh nba season um Basically, this makes him the highest earning player in NBA history with $532 million in career guaranteed money, which passes Kevin Durant, which is 
insane. Uh, we talked, we, as we were trying to mention this off air, you said that you were kind of shocked. He said, I'm not surprised he's staying in LA because like, I, I think I mentioned this before when he first came to Atlanta and announced that he was going to LA, this was a lifestyle choice. This was because he wanted to be in LA, be in the big city and be in the lights. You right. know, he left Cleveland for a reason. Like he's thinking about after basketball at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and that's why I'm not surprised he's gonna stay in he's gonna stay in L.A. I mean, are, yeah, you said you are though, right? I'm. I'm I will say that you know, congratulations to him uh, to re-upping with the with the team. You know, if there's one thing the Lakers need right now, it's consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, rather than another like you know musical chairs, good for him to like settle in and be like, hey, we're here trying to do this. It is right, only two right. years, you know, and I'm sure it's more of a like year to year thing let's see how i feel at the end of the year and let's think about it again mm. uh, tom brady was famously doing this with patriots at the end of his tenure there um i was surprised that you know i would have thought i'd been longer right mm-hmm. um just because long term you are still kind of just doing the same thing you have with him as opposed to like what does the future look like what kind of mm. players are they going to bring in what direction do they want to go with this if the mindset of the offensive uh uh our ours our uh, what's it called strategy is includes a guy who's aging who's you know you could get right. a young guy and he's, he's running the floor right remember know? he's 30 he's 37 he'll be 38 in december yes yeah. thanks so it's like you're signing him to be what is lebron james gonna look like at 40 right when does when does he slow down because father time is undefeated and well hey look what jordan was doing at 40 with the wizards he was still putting up numbers that's he not was still sleep. he was putting still putting up numbers that's fair now but, lebron you know, is nobody... gonna end up playing longer because he came straight out of high school i guess so he has more wear and tear on his body but he's also yeah. it's different in this day and age because guys are conditioned to play longer because obviously the advancement of medicine and training abilities have, have greatly increased from that right. time period, you know, right. um, you know, and the fact that, you know, it just, there's a, it's a different work ethic. You also have load management as well too, which is a real right. thing in the NBA, you know, guys right. are just sitting games just to get rest, you know? 100%. So it's a different thing where, where LeBron, where, excuse me, where, where MJ at age 40 was playing 82 games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so LeBron can go, can and will go on, like I said, and plus MJ played when, went to went to college took a couple yeah. years off you know what i mean and, and so, this is the takeaway from the fact that these guys have been playing basketball at a level to earn somebody money since they were like six seven eight years old right yeah, so like yeah. let's not right like the <laughs> aau circuit all that stuff mm, I was gonna say these the AAU, guys are going to yep. the drew league they're playing they're playing pickup yep. games they're playing uh, uh you yep. know promotional event tours so these guys are playing basketball all the time we're talking right. about just how many minutes on the floor actively as a pro professional player uh compared to what it was before to what it is today can you, can you, can, do you think LeBron can be effective, you know, in the next, let's say two years from now, three years from now, when he's 39, 40 years old, he'd still be effective? Because he said he wants to keep playing because he wants to play with his son, hopefully in the NBA, hopefully once his son, I think he's, his son is going into his senior year this year. And then obviously he has to go at least one year to college. You know, we'll see how, you know. Who's going to let that happen if he's playing these uh, contract negotiations to only come out with an announcement of two years these are these are one-year contracts 
obviously all the NBA money is guaranteed, but the mindset of the team, somebody's going to have to make a decision on whether it comes out in the, in the public eye or we do it privately, there needs to be a visible shift and it'll be shown in the numbers. How, what, what is our schematic? Who is make, taking more shots? Who is not taking more shots, yeah. right? Like if you saw a stat line that had Russell Westbrook, like not really being an effective shooter that, but had a ton of assists, you'd be okay with that. If that was the LeBron James show, like, what are we doing here? We're expecting LeBron to come out and have double digit points, a chance at double digit assists, but you know, it depends on what is needed of him in that night. Yeah. And just looking at the current Lakers roster, there hasn't really been much improvement. Um, I mean, pretty much set with your same guys. Obviously you you mentioned Russ, you still got AD, um, Mello was still, still hanging around, you know, Avery Bradley. I mean, that's and, an and, old and, roster, man. Like that's that's, those, that's, that's the guys biggest and, like, thing. You could be running the floor. Everybody is so roster. fast. Everybody is so aggressive. You could have had a John Morant, right? You you could have had an mm-hmm. individual like that who could stretch the floor, who could give you both offensive and defensive play, and be thinking about what he's going to look like when he hits his stride and his peak in four or five years versus somebody who is literally just trying to hold on so his kid can play i think this is a great father and son story any team that does this has a potential to just not win a lot of games in that time if you are just dragging it like if it's me when do people say like well why do i want to go play with him people were saying this about tom brady right yeah the patriots are trying to draw uh trying to sign the slot corner the excuse me the slot wide receiver from tennessee i can't even remember his name he ended up signing with uh uh, Tampa Bay because he was like well you know basically alluding to why do I want to go play with the old guy the old guy rips off two Super Bowls in that time I believe but mm-hmm. I digress um yeah it's just a, it's it's an aged roster you know Dwight Howard's still there you yeah. know you got all you got veteran guys like DJ Augustine like I said Avery Avery Bradley you know but who knows that they end up trading a Russ for Kyrie. You know, we, I know we talked about that once before that could still end up happening. Who knows, you know, but um, it's going to be interesting to see what LeBron can, can do over the next couple of seasons. You know, if he's still in the shape that he's in, you know what I mean? So right. we'll see how it happens. Let's get into the NFL, Obed. Um, quickly before we get to our divisional breakdown, I don't know if you saw Zach Wilson, the quarterback for the New York Jets, end up having knee surgery, which they said to, I believe the other day was a success um, he was slated to miss two to four weeks, um, so he could potentially be back before the regular season starts, although it might be unlikely that he gets the nod in the season opener. So I think they're going to go with Joe Flacco on that one. If the Jets want to truly evaluate Zach Wilson this season, I think he needs to play the majority of the year. Obviously, we don't think the Jets are going to be good, but I think you let him sit out for – extra period in an extra week or an extra week or two even just to make sure he's 100 healthy because the last thing you need to do is let this guy rush back on already depleted offensive line with uh, makai beckton being out we said to me brown you know he's he's uh, uh getting up there in age and have him get hurt again and then possibly ruin his career and then you're stuck drafting another qb in the 2023 nfl draft you know what i mean that's the worst, worst outcome that you can ask, you can even ask for if you're a New York Jets fan. So I say is let the man sit out till he's 100% healthy, you know, right. and then bring him back and truly evaluate. Even if he has to sit out two, maybe even three weeks, 
they still is what there's 17 games in a schedule. You can still play 14 games. Okay. Yeah. And then that's how you evaluate him in being in his second year. Your thoughts. I would agree with you. I think at this point, you know, I don't like people being forced to play. Yes. When kids are drafted really high, excuse me, these young men are drafted very high in the draft. They should need, they need to go out there and play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think he needs to be 100% healthy. Again, he got hurt on just a freak accident. He went to plant his foot, his knee buckled, you know, individuals were calling for a mechanism of a torn ACL doctor said that they didn't see anything in there other than mm-hmm. the bone bruise and the torn meniscus. So he got lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this kind of clips his wings a little bit, maybe brings him in and kind of try to operate from the pocket somewhere a little safer. The yeah. question being, can he perform? Is that what he's known for? You know, he's uh, he likes to be able to scramble and make a big play, but can he sit and hang back in the pocket and do this? Um, right now, this offense, you you mentioned, like, we don't think they're going to do that well. I, I think they could be competitive. Really? Uh, yes, just just competitive. The, the Vegas line has them at five and a half. Um, I don't think it's moved that much. Uh, they Those pieces actually play a lot better with Joe Flacco. Uh, Garrett Wilson, their uh, newly drafted rookie virus here from Ohio State, uh, just had a, a comment out in the media where it's like, well, what is the difference between Zach Wilson and uh, uh, throwing, catching a ball from Joe Flacco versus Zach Wilson? He was like, there's a lot of experience with Joe Flacco, right? He knows how to cat, he knows how to throw a very catchable ball, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying that Zach Wilson doesn't know how to do this, but that perhaps all the years of experience he knows how to get guys open with the ball where to look for the joe flacco Mm -hmm. i think needed his fall from grace after uh unceremoniously uh leaving the uh the baltimore Baltimore ravens Ravens. uh but you got elijah moore out there you've got two tight ends in tyler conklin and cj uzuma that they brought in you've Mm got uh Corey davis out here making a ton of money right now uh you have uh, you have Brees Hall behind you, who's, you know, uh, could be a chance at taking the lead dog role here away from Michael Carter, who they drafted, I believe, the year prior, two years prior. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it is a team with enough pieces that they could make some moves uh, offensively and attack people. But, you know, I don't think they're being utilized with Zach Wilson. They might have a chance to breathe because I just don't feel like Zach Wilson is a good enough quarterback. You want to take that time to evaluate him, get him that, as healthy as possible. Right. That's the only way you're going to know. Right. Understood. Yeah, it makes 100%. makes sense. Uh, let's get into our divisional breakdown, Obed. Let's start off with the AFC West. Now, we will begin with the, I guess, new-look Denver Broncos. Uh, they have the veteran and Super Bowl-winning quarterback Russell Wilson taking the stage at the starting QB after he was traded from the Seattle Seahawks this offseason what do you think the Broncos will look like um, with Russ at the helm? Um, I like their receiving core and Jerry Judy, um, KJ Hamler, of course, from Penn State. Um, but I'm just, how much really does Russ Russ have left them? I mean, I mean, how much is you know they're just saying you know let Russ cook? How much is he really going to be cooking this this coming season? Broncos country, less ride. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah no i uh so the issue with bronco the uh, excuse me the new broncos quarterback russell wilson when he was in seattle was that they weren't letting him cook right like hey carol wants to do this like you mentioned uh, the three three yards in a cloud of dust uh offense where they pound the ball and try to take big shots and those moon balls those moon ball shots on play action is what made russ wilson uh a household name now they're going to need him to sprinkle it around to the likes of jerry judy corlin sutton uh albert uh 
we also have uh, Melvin Gordon and uh, Javante Williams in his second year, who's ready to take a step forward. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. are a lot of pieces. KJ Hamlin, as you mentioned as well, from Penn State. There's a lot of guys out here that, if you let Russ cook, maybe they can make some. They can make some things happen. The defense looks great. Um, now the thing is, how often has has Russell Wilson? completed an entire season and finished off the year effectively injured last year missed a couple of games with the finger injury uh came back you know to much to the light of dk metcalf and uh <laughs> tyler lockett uh yeah, fantasy for uh, sure managers mm-hmm. um, but you know it's it's everything should be perfect now we're gonna do whatever you want to do john elway supports you throwing it all the way around you know we have a high-flying defense that's going to be able to back you up now more so than an aging legion of boom uh you know jamal adams that doesn't really catch a lot of interceptions even when they're thrown right at him um you know i i think i think there's going to be a lot of rust but he'll be able to uh to to excuse me come to the table now a question for you Sherman, how do you feel about their chances in the AFC West? While uh, we do feel like the Broncos have a big year offensively for them, you know, so, it seems like everybody in this division is going to be able to put up points. So that's what I was going to say. This AFC West is loaded. Quite frankly, may be, might be the best division in in, in the NFL. Um, just look job. at the, just look at the quarterbacks. Yeah. Russell Wilson, Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl, Super Bowl champion. champion. You've got a young uh, Derek Carr, who's got a great new weapon, which we'll talk about soon. Yeah. And these, and the stud of a young QB and Justin Ooh. Herbert, who I'm very Ooh. high on. Herbie Hancock. Yo, man, this AFC West is for real. Just the quarterbacks alone. Just the quarterbacks alone. Not even the other additions that we're going to go on to. Right, right, um, exactly. I mean, I think D- Denver is going to be way more competitive with Rust than compared to having Drew Locke at the helm. Um, you know what I mean? I think yeah. that they can make some noise. I think what's the? I don't know what Vegas has the over under at, but let's say it's. Uh, I'll set it. I'll set it at eight. Mm-hmm. I would take the over. Oh, I could understand. I could believe I, I would take the over. That. Yeah. I can see him winning nine or 10 games. I can see 17 you know I mean? game season. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think the, why they, I don't see why they couldn't, um, you know, win nine or 10 games. I mean, they're looking at their schedule. Obviously first, first up week one, they're at Seattle. Boom. <laughs> Russ is old. Russ is old team. Your revenge game. Right. You got Houston on your schedule. Um, Indy. Eh, okay. Um, you know, when I watch out for San, San Fran, the Jets, win there jacksonville a win there you got carolina you should win that game you know what i mean towards the end of the year it does get a little rough i will say you got baltimore casey arizona la casey again and then la uh then the other la team in the in the Chargers. so the uh, end the last part of the year doesn't look a little rough but easily i can think you know on these one three four five six seven eight games they could they could win at least six of them that's six right there yeah, easily. you know, at a six and issue, it could be it could be a six and two in the first eight games. So all you gotta do is is win and is win four of the last few the last few. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think is which I think is doable, given the fact that it could be injuries in many teams. Right, you never um, know what those teams are gonna look like. Strength of schedule comes out. We're saying that everybody's one hundred percent healthy. What happens? Right, if the team exactly. entirely falls apart. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think they can even possibly beat Tennessee. To be honest with you, too. Um, we'll see what Tennessee looks like. Honestly, we're not seeing great things from Traylon Burks, but you right. know, we'll, we'll stick the AFC West this time. We'll stick the yeah, AFC yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. I think Denver can, like I said, I'll set the, if I put it at eight, I'll, I would, I would take the over. I take the over in that one. Okay, nice. So, you know what I mean? Um, 
like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing Russell Wilson back out there and these young QBs. I kind of felt bad for, for DK Metcalf and those boys. Like I said, we'll talk about Seattle here in a little bit here. Um, we begin to the NFC West, but uh, yeah, man, uh, I think, I think Denver is going to be all right. Um, speaking of their counterparts in the FC Kansas city, as we all know, uh, Patrick Mahomes is leader is a leader there, but they he's going to be missing his number one weapon in Tyreek Hill, as we talked about last week, who's now with the Miami Dolphins. What is Mahomes? I'm thinking, what is Mahomes going to look like without Tyreek? Because it's a different it's a different game now. Um, now I get it. They've got they went and got um, who is it? Uh, Juju Smith Schuster from Juju from, Smith uh, from Pittsburgh. They picked up uh, Marvez Marquez Marquez Val- Scanley. Yep, from, the, uh, Green, from, from, from Green Bay. Uh, Ronald Jones as well. Yeah, depending mm. on how you look at that signing for uh, to add a piece to the uh, the uh, running, running back game. room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what what can 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 Mahomes still be that dude without his number one number one wide receiver in um in Tyreek that especially for the long game I get it. Travis Kelsey's a beast we all know he's a beast yeah he he's gonna he's gonna get the under routes um he's gonna he's gonna is get he, you is he though I don't know if he is why, these days why, I mean he's, why he? he might be the honey hole guy he might be the guy to get you the, the touchdowns when you need him um mm-hmm. he'll definitely get a whole bunch of looks but uh but I mean when, Juju Smith Schuster doesn't really work in the you know second level he really is more closer to the line of scrimmage. Right, that's what I'm saying. So that when you when you have that that deep ball threat, who who do you go to? Is it is it MVS? Is it is it um, McCall Hardman? I don't know. I think you just try to find a way to have each of these individual players play a part in replacing what they had with that one guy. And really a lot of uh, Tyreek Hill's work last year came in the underneath because you know the the, the NFL said, okay, we're done we're going to play uh, two high shell safeties and you're, we're just going to cut off the big plays and force you to go underneath. Right. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the evolution. I've, we've talked about this many, many times ago, uh, but I've always said that there was a point where all of these quarterbacks that we looked at and we thought were really great. They came in, there wasn't a lot of work put on their plate. The defense gets old. We need them to do more who can step up and reinvent themselves and learn as they grow and understand the game more. And I have to give Patrick Mahomes the credit that even though he eats uh, ketchup with his steak, uh, this man <laughs> is out here willing to be a student of the game and say, okay, I can't take the big shot anymore every single time. What right, I can right. do is move the ball down the field effectively, take what the defense gives me. And then when I see my opportunity take my shot, that is a very, that is a very mature step to take forward for a quarterback that I think is going to be paramount to them, just giving him a bunch of guys to throw to and making his favorite receiver, the open receiver. Okay. So no. let me, how many, how many yeah. wins do you think for the chiefs this season? Man, well, the thing holding them back is a defense. I mean, they're going to have that, three, yeah. three rookies on defense uh, I don't think to open up the season. That you great, know, Trent man. McDuffie, George Karloftis, uh, and I think their fourth-round pick, Joshua Williams, has been getting some some run because the starter, uh, Rashad Fenton, Rashad Fenton is on uh, the pup list. So, you know, if it comes down to it, you're going to be depending on three rookies. Now, that that's great, right? They get a chance to play early. By the end of the season, they're not going to be rookies anymore, you know? Um uh, that being said, it's still going to put a lot of pressure on Mahomes and the offense to figure it out because, you know, how many games do I think these guys win? I, I, it's just hard for me to look at them. Um, I'm trying, I'm, dude, I'm looking at this schedule, man. Yeah, look at their it's, schedule. I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll say nine, maybe 10, because I guess right. obviously you got the, they're facing their divisional games. They've got uh, Buffalo at home, another kind of rematch from the uh, divisional champ matchup from last year playoffs mm-hmm. you're at tampa bay 
um, facing Tom Brady and them boys. Um, you're you got the Rams at home, okay? But it's still the Ram, you know. Um, yeah. You got you facing Cincinnati again in a rematch there. Um, man, this this schedule looks because again, you know, they're in that division. It's a, it's a it's a previous champions, you know, first place schedule. That's these are the kind of schedules that they would give to Tom Brady, and you have to navigate and you have to go out there. And so, because I said he's got the maturation, I I wanted to tell I wanted to say that they could win like eleven games, right? Mm. You know, and then so that means that they are going into like hostile environments and they're winning. Yeah. Going into Indianapolis, I have a feeling I, Indianapolis is going to be a hostile environment. I think they year. can. I think they can win that game easily, though. You know, obviously they got Matt Ryan now; they're going to be different. But I think they can still win that game. I mean, if, if they have a different. young defense that isn't ready to play in a dome when they're pumping in music, you know what I mean? The game against the Bills is going to be a dogfight. Okay, mm, that one's at home though for KC. It's at home though, but we nobody circles the wagons and travels like the Buffalo Bills. Facts, uh, facts. You know, then you got to fly out to air to uh, California and play against. You know, the 49ers could throw the kitchen sink at them. Yeah, but they're going with. Remember, you got Trey Lance, which we'll talk about here. So. Hey, if you have a young defense, they're probably going to fall for the RPO handoff more often than not, right? Is if if this kid runs for 200 yards and three touchdowns in that game and throws for 150 yards and a touchdown, are you gonna be surprised? No, not at all. That's right. True. That's true. He, true. He, okay. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Um, but but again, they're gonna be some again. They're gonna be some dog fights that they're going to have to that's control the AFC West. That I don't yeah. know if they can. I want to say that this is if the, if I was a Patriots fan and this was Tom Brady looking at the schedule, I'd be like, 11 wins. We're gonna win games people aren't gonna expect us to. And mm. one of the games we lose is gonna be a game you're gonna think the dynasty's over, and then we might go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And so that's if if they can figure it out on defense but yeah i think you're you're head on on like 9 10 just saying hey book it through 9 10 and then let's yeah i don't see a team in this division winning 12 or 13 games i don't i don't i just think it's a different ball game from what it used to be where the chiefs kind of run through you know finish still 13 3 which we're now 13 to 4 obviously there's 17 games compared to what it used to be at 16 but yeah, I don't see anyone in this this division the clear cut favorite and just balling out to be honest, yeah. because it just they're just so close. Twelve um, wins, won it last year, and that's a pretty high bar. You know, Vegas had ten. Uh, and this seems like they're going to have, and and with so much firepower now, so many defensive maneuvers made against the other teams, uh, made by the other teams that we're going to talk mm. about here in a second. Yeah, yeah, hard to get, just see that they can go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah uh, so yeah. you know. Uh, you mentioned Las Vegas. I kind of want to go talk about Los Angeles because they really bolstered okay. their defense knowing it was an issue for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring in Khalil Mack, monster of the midway. Uh, they signed Derwin James to $42 million guaranteed contracts. Yeah, that just now, happened today, right? Just happened today. Uh, they signed J.C. Jackson early for one of the first contract uh, negotiations in the uh, offseason. Uh, J.C. Jackson, five-year, $40 million guaranteed contract. So they realized that, hey, we need to be able to stop the ball. I think famously that uh, Monday night football game against the Kansas, or maybe it was Sunday night against the Kansas City Chiefs where uh, the game-winning touchdown was scored by Travis Kelsey just literally weaving his way through their defense untouched. Mm. You know, and I don't think you can do that if you got Khalil Mack in the middle. I don't think you're bombing throws over the top uh, when you've got guys like Derwin James and J.C. Jackson running around back there. Yeah. Um, it's it would behoove you to have a bunch of open hands for the Kansas City Chiefs and guys ready to play because the defense of the Los Angeles Chargers is ferocious. Yeah, uh, and you didn't even mention they still got Joey Bosa. I, still got, I forgot <laughs> they still got Joey Bosa. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. And you added Mac and now a healthy Derwin James. JC, like what? This team 
is going to be nice. Where's Melvin Ingram? Is Melvin Ingram still there? No, 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 no. Melvin Ingram is, um, he's a, wait, isn't he? No, I think he, I think he's gone. No, I don't think Melvin Ingram is still there. I'm pretty sure he's gone, but just even the offense, I like, you know, they're going with, you know, Austin Eckler can still, is a, he's a fantasy stud. Yeah, he went to the Dolphins, sorry. He went to the Dolphins. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, Keenan Allen is still one of the best hands guy in, in the league. Mike most Williams consistent, is, most yeah. consistent. Yeah. Mike Williams is a, is a solid deep threat. Um, tight end position of Jared, El, Jer- Gerald Everett. Mm, okay. Standard kind of standard tight end there. But, and I like I said, I'm, and a lot of people, including myself are high on Justin Herbert. He yes. can, you know, I think he's a, a fast and up and coming star in this league. You know, um, okay. I think he's going to put up some solid, solid numbers. I mean, he finished second in the year, second in the league in passing yards, just over 5,000 last year. He was third in touchdowns with 38, you know, and he, was, and he finished third in QBR. So, I mean, this kid being what this is now is going to be his, what, his third season? Right, this will be just his third season. And so, in his second year, he finished second in yards, third in touchdowns, and third in QBR. That's, Kids a, that's an absolute monster. Yeah, an absolute monster. I think people need to watch out for the Los Angeles Chargers for real. Um, uh, I mean, looking at their schedule, oh, how many games do I think they can win? Ah, you know, I, like I said, I think I said before, you know. I don't think I don't see anyone winning in this division winning 12 games, but you know, if you start out with guess against Las Vegas, then you got KC, two, two rough ones there. But then you got Jacksonville, Houston, Cleveland, you know, Seattle on there, you know. Uh if I had to pick a number right now, I'm saying nine, I'm saying no more than 10. I'm saying nine. I'll I'll go nine. I'll go nine. I'll yeah, go it's nine. interesting. Just, just know, because yeah. of their youth. That's why. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. I think there needs to be something said about their coaching. I mean, they outright lost a game because they refused to kick an extra point. You know what I mean? Or kick a field goal, excuse yeah, me. Right, yeah. Fourth down. Uh, Brandon Staley, I won't call him a fake sharp just yet, but you know, sometimes you just have to yield to what is taking points and then trying to live to fight another down. Mm. Um, you know, it, you, you can do a bunch of things offensively, schematically that shows you're smart, but just, you know, do the, do the stupid things simply, you know? Um, yeah. I, I it's but yeah like we talked about at the top of the show it just seems to be such a hard hitting uh so many teams with points uh, so many teams with the ability the firepower to score points uh that it's hard for me to just say like hey these guys could they, it's not an automatic that you're going to beat the broncos now because they don't have poor quarterback play anymore or at least we're not expecting them to right uh, right the raiders aren't a cupcake team because the raiders have gone out there and changed their offensive philosophy with a new head coach and then uh jumped into a uh a new um uh a new wide receiver in Devonte adams Dude, uh, I mean, yeah oh let's talk about it man i mean that know. was a huge huge deal for Derek carr for sure getting this all pro receiver stealing them away stealing him away from the from the packers top two wide receiver and not number two mm, got him <laughs> you know what i mean this what did he sign like a five-year 140 something million dollar deal to yeah 146 like, million something like that with like yeah. 60 seven and a half guaranteed to uh, to stay in some light is that right i can get to, you the to, stay, to, to stay in vegas um and remember him and Derek Carr history they were teammates at fresno, fresno state so they know each other well yes <laughs> which seems to matter in the nfl now when you see what joey burrow and uh, jamar chase were able to do together exactly dude exactly yeah man um don't sleep on the Raiders, but I'm the one that the one thing I'm worried about with the Raiders is their defense. 
that's what I think it's similar to the Chiefs that might they might fall short on that side of the ball. Yeah. Especially the fact that you have like we just talked about the Chargers defense, who is who are, who are absolutely loaded. Um, but again, I mean, where the Raiders finish to me, I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna switch it up. I'm gonna say the Chargers get 10 or 11 wins. I'm gonna actually pick. Oh, damn it. You know what? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say the chiefs finished chiefs win the division just because of the experience Chargers are shortly behind them followed by the uh, Raiders and Raiders. Broncos and yeah. Raiders and Broncos right behind them. The chief, the chiefs only win the division by one game though. Maybe by one. They only, they only won it by two games this past year. So I could there see the, the, the uh, what's it called? The margin getting a little smaller there between the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, like I said, I think this is probably the best division in football. So I'm definitely excited to see it. Um, well, now, if you want, we can switch over to the NFC West, uh, Obed. Where we start <laughs> off here talking about the Arizona Cardinals revamped mm-hmm. and ready for, and I don't know about really revamped. You know, you do bring in uh, Daryl Williams, I, I guess, because Patrick Mahomes made a call to somebody. Um, you know, uh, they're looking at, uh, having Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown come in and, you know, maybe listen, I can appreciate somebody being trying to be on time to work in the morning, uh, mm. but just slow down a little bit. All right, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know they arrested people for speeding tickets too. That's a little aggressive for, for as far as no, he was, it was, I think it was like driving reckless. What's the, what's the term? Um, reckless, reckless, reckless driving. Something like that. Or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. All right. Well, they take the trap, their, uh, their traffic very seriously out there. They probably take it as serious as uh, the front office takes Kyler Murray as he got him a huge deal uh, this off season. Hold on, let me go to this. Yeah, I think they gave him what was it? A was how many? It was a five-year extension, two hundred thirty million dollars. Something like that. Yeah, right. Uh, Something like that. It was a whole ton of money. I think that's the no, yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, he's uh, now Jackson asked for more than two hundred thirty million, and I think Kyler got two thirty. Yeah, Kyler's now I think the richest, the NFL's richest QB now. You know, the fact, but. But the thing about the whole, as we as you kind of were alluding to, they put in there an addendum, a clause that he had to have at least four hours of film study. Now they have since removed it because of the flack and the, the backlash they got about it. But dude, he signed the contract. This is on him. He came out and said, oh, it's ridiculous to think that he doesn't prepare. Then why'd you sign the contract, bro? You know, you signed I mean- it with that clause in there. If you were that adamant about it, where you felt so strongly, like, yo, this is a disrespect to you, where you saying, yo, I, I, I work hard. I do whatever I got to do. I don't need a clause in there. Why'd you sign the deal? You could have said to them, yo, take that junk out. This is disrespectful. But no, yeah. you, you, they waited till the, the public got a view of it, and then they took it out, and then he went back to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's on I him. Mean, I, I, I can respect that, you know, you should have a better lawyer. Uh, who is reviewing mm, your documents for you? And an agent, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and your agent reviewing that because that you know I would think that that just that clause in it is inexcusable. Uh, these are grown men that you're talking about. They they manage themselves well, but um, you know some redditors came together and did some statistical analysis on uh, Kyler Murray's numbers when Call of Duty does drop. And when they do have, you know, double experience points weekends uh, and the results are a little, a little shocking. Um, his average passer rating on non-double experience weekends is 
And when it is double experience weekends, it's 89.65, a negative 7.77% difference. Uh, Are uh, you saying my body. man's out in, is, is instead of studying a film, he's studying uh, the, the joysticks? He's on the sticks. His average yards per game is 251 on non-experience, double experience weekends, 245 when it is. It's amazing average- that you even have this stat, Obed. It truly is. I, you can, this is the internet. This is the internet doing what the internet does, and the internet is undefeated. Uh, his average completion percentage is 67.29 on weekends when he is. It's not double experience, 67.17 when it is, right? And his win-loss record, he's 18-16-1, which is a 52.9% uh, uh, win percentage on double experience weekends. On weekends, when it is double experience, he is not. four and seven with a 36% win percentage. He's, it's, do you, are you the, really saying he's playing more Call of Duty than studying film? On specific, yes. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. And, and, but yo, but the this is wild. I did not know, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I did not know this was coming. Okay. Well, the gamer tags, the gamer tags are, are free. You can go and get all this information when you go to the leaderboards. Right. And so, and so, you know, one of the issues is not so much that he is playing this much fine. Do what you want in your own time, right? If you come yeah, here yeah, and win yeah. and you win, whatever, it's the fact that he plays with people on the team. So, you know, if he's on playing, other people on the team are on playing. And as opposed to them doing what they need to do and focus on the job, they're focused on the game. You're like, maybe it's your starting left tackle, your starting running back are all not sleeping, are all mm. gaming all night, as opposed to watching film, getting rest, and getting prepared for the game. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I can understand that aspect of it. But unfortunately, there's a lot of data information that the internet has found that proves that, yeah, when it's Call of Duty and it's double experience weekends, you actually do play a lot worse than you do when it's not (laughs) that's just wild to me dude i can't believe you have that stat but i mean kyler i think he has all the potential to be a success in this league now this season's gonna be a little bit rough because remember they're 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 without their star-studded wide receiver in, in um deandre hopkins what for the first six games of the year due to a ped suspension um, which is again, you know, similar to like I said, we were talked about that in baseball before with Fernando Tatis Jr. He got half a year, 80 games. Yeah. Hopkins only got six games, which is about this is what a third of the year. You know what I mean? Um, so like I said, baseball is stricter on the on, on PEDs and anything else, you know what I mean? Which is but, crazy because they're all using it, but but again, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So what is this team really gonna look like? Um, because dude, given the fact that their first six games are the first three divisional games, uh well, AFC included Casey, Las Vegas, then the Rams. You got after that Carolina, Philly, and Seattle. Honestly, without DeAndre, I see him one in five. That maybe that one win is 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 on is it is, is, is Seattle or Carolina? I'm not even sure. Maybe two and four. I mean, really? I, I mean, listen. They're... I'll give him. Two, I'll give him two and four. I'll give him the Carolina game and the Seattle game. I honestly, the Philly. I'll take Philly in that game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, the first six. Look at who you got. All right, well, listen, I'm not giving them the Rams game. They could absolutely come out here and beat Las Vegas. Um, really? I think Without, they could beat Las Vegas. With, with uh, Derek Carthorne and Devontae and Kyler just going to uh, Hollywood Brown? 
Zach Ertz. A Hollywood Brown, Zach Ertz, uh, uh, James Conner will be out there. Daryl Williams will be out there. You know, um, Rondell Moore will be out there. AJ Green will be out there. I'm not, I'm offensively, I'm not really concerned. The, the other problem offensively is that Coach Cliff is a fake sharp. He's not sharp at all. He's dumb as a box of rocks. Then I <laughs> utilize players appropriate. So much so that he thinks he can blame the offensive woes on the team on a player who likes to play Call of Duty in his off times. Stymie the Call of Duty play. Don't put it in a contract. Talk to him about that and go fix your own stuff. He needs to get better at his job. Um, oh, man, I can't give them the Rams game. The Rams are going to beat them. They're probably going to beat the Las Vegas uh, Raiders because the Las Vegas Raiders, we've already kind of said in the AFC West recap, we don't see them to be more than the third place team. I think the you know plausible I, I don't see arizona being more than a third place team in the, in the nfc west i don't but i feel like they could be more competitive than what las vegas is going to give us i've seen the josh mcdaniels coaching uh 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 events i've seen i've seen him coach two different teams between the broncos and the uh the rams rams st louis rams excuse me the ones that don't get to be featured on the ring which is a big f you to them but anyways uh it would, I, I can't say that a team we saw be seven one, number one in the NFC, number one in the league before they came out after the buy and stunk it up, act like they're going to come out here and get waxed by what we can solidly consider a third place team in uh, the AFC, right? I just think NFC teams are stronger. I think NFC teams are tougher right now. Um, so, you know, one and one there. Kansas City, that's a tall order. In Kansas City, that's a tall order. No, um, I think that's in, it's in Arizona. They're home. Oh, excuse home. me. It's in it. Okay. Okay. They're going to have, they're going to be taking advantage of a young defense, man. They're going to be the rookie's first game. I don't know if the okay. rookie's going to pull right. off, but um, I could see them being. All right. So I'll give them the Kansas City game. I'll give them the Las Vegas game. They lose to the LA Rams. They beat the Carolina Panthers. Uh, that it's is three. what, three, three and two? Three and one, three and one, three and one, three and one, excuse me, three and one. And then the Philly game, I could see them losing the Philly game, but the Philly game's at home. So, mm, you know, if it becomes okay. the, it, it, honestly, it could be the Red River shootout on Sunday, October 9th of Philadelphia, because they're just going to run around all over the place. Is the two defenses, you know, they don't, they don't play much defense. Yeah. And I like Jalen Hurts now, you know what I mean? On that side, it's similar kind of QB to Kyler. Right. They both have the same uh, tight ends. Zach Ertz is basically Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard is basically Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz facing his other team, his former team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I think they can watch Seattle. I so absolutely think they can watch Seattle. I think they can watch New Orleans. Right. You know? So like, let's... well, all right. I mean, I mean, obviously we'll wait and see what happens, but yeah, I mean, um, Arizona there, like I said, without having Deandre there, it's going to be a different ball. I mean, cause that's what kind of happened the last half of the year, last year when Deandre went down, their offensive production went down as well too. Um, speaking, continuing with the NFC West, the, obviously we have the defending Super Bowl championship, uh, Los Angeles Rams, who made some, made a, made a few moves this off season. They picked obviously the big one was picking up Allen Robinson, the second, um, I love that one, obviously Penn state, of course, um, the OBJ is still unsigned. He's, but he's still, of course, coming off that ACL tear from the Super Bowl. He probably won't be ready till like November, December. And I hope he does resign with them, dude, because. You well, got, we don't know got, what's going to happen by that time of the you year. Got your boy Cooper, A. Rob, Van Jefferson, and you could throw LBJ in there, dude. 
listen, they still have Tyler Higby, the tight end as well. They've got a pass catching running back in Daryl Henderson. They have a pass catching running back in Cam Akers. Is you Cam know, Akers healthy though? That's the thing. Cam Akers is apparently healthy. He's got his spring bag. He feels like he can cut on that Achilles. Though. I don't think he's uh, practicing. I mean, I don't know if they've, they've got some uh, management programs that they're working across the team. Also dealing with uh shoulder tendonitis with, uh, uh, Matthew Stafford. Matthew mm. Stafford said he's more upset with the management program because he wants to throw, mm. and they're not letting him. And I'm like, well, that's what you like to hear coming out of your quarterback. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I think OBJ could be a. I mean, let's be honest here. He was on his way to an M, a Super Bowl MVP uh, if he stays healthy. I, he could have yeah. had 200 and two tugs, two tugs in that game. My goodness. Mm. Um, uh, can they run it back? Do you think they can run it back? I think they can, dude. Um... Uh, you still have Aaron Donald, best defensive player in the game, one of the best defensive players ever. Um, Jalen Ramsey, uh, you got Bobby Wagner in there now, mm-hmm. which is a n- rather nice one there. You know, getting him over from uh, Seattle, uh, I, I I like that one too. That was for a sure. very good signing. Very yeah, good signing. because he kind of replaces Von Miller, who went over to Buffalo. Right. Um, so I like that one. Which is Let crazy it, to think you could replace Von Miller with uh, with a. K- KJ yeah, Wagner, Bobby Wagner, Bobby, Bobby Wagner. Wagner, Bobby Wagner, thinking of KJ yeah, yeah. Wright. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leonard Floyd still there. The other, the weak linebacker spot. Oh man, yeah, dude. I think, and I, like I said, I like Stafford. I'm so glad he got out of Detroit. Um, can they run it back? Man, I'm look. I'm just looking at the the NFC just in general. Obviously, the NFC is loaded with QBs with yeah. you know, Aaron Rodgers, but he won't be the same because you know Devontae. You got your boy TB12. Um, you know, I think I think I think the Rams will 100. Um, cousins lurking out there. Yeah, I think the Rams will 100 be in the playoff. I think I'm I'm taking the Rams to win the win this division. I'll say that now. Um, I think they at least go to the yeah. NFC Championship game. Uh, but we'll see how it plays out. But I think they have a solid chance to keep it going, to run it back once again, because I don't think San Francisco or Seattle really has enough firepower to withstand um, the Los Angeles to stay with these guys. I mean, let's talk about San Francisco, which I kind of mentioned before. They're they're going with they're going with Trey Lance over Jimmy G. It's 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 set now. You know, um, yeah. they feel that Trey is ready to go. The former first round pick out of North Dakota State. Well, he played a handful of games in college, um, right. but he sat he sat out all last season pretty much. I feel he's he's good to go. What's going to happen to Jimmy G. Obed? I don't know. That's the thing. Where does he? Act? Where do you think he could end up? But man, San Francisco, which, which is a young QB like that. Now, of course, I get it. Look what look what Joe Burrow did in his yes, you know, in his young career. You yeah. know, he took his team to the Super Bowl, so it's possible. Yeah. But I don't think San Francisco has got it like that. Now, you were alive and well to watch it happen when we saw the emergence of RG3, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you would, how you would characterize the two prospects coming out of college between a young RG3 and what we currently have in Trey Lance. Do you feel like Trey Lance has the edge in athleticism? Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, but I haven't I haven't seen much of Trey Lance to say that so far yet. You know, I'm not sure. Audrey three was damn athletic. Yeah, he just he kept was. getting hurt. He just kept hurt. Literally, that's right. all. Audrey three would have been a stud. He just he just kept getting hurt. Yeah, you know, that's all yeah. it was. So you know, it's it's and that was a team that took you know the NFL by storm, scored a bunch of points. You know, running the pistol offense out in Washington. 
I would be willing to venture that Trey Lance could put on a light show like that, knowing the pieces around him are better than the pieces that uh, RG3 played with when Shanahan was running this offense, when mm. uh, Sean McVay was on that staff and Mike, uh, Matt LaFleur was on that staff and Zach Stacy uh, was on that staff. Um, it is uh, Kevin O'Connell was on that staff. Uh, it's it's been a long time since then so hopefully i think he's perfected it mm. made it better made it uh because listen if he's going to do this thing with trey you have to do this you have to commit yeah because he's no he's not going to score points out here throwing for throwing 30 times completing 27 passes and having 400 yards and four touchdowns that's not right, gonna happen right, right, right he's right, gonna right. run for 200 yards and he's gonna uh convert two on the ground and hopefully he gets one through the air yeah i mean i'm looking at this i'm looking at this San Francisco squad. Obviously, we know Debo Samuel is still a a huge threat. He got a new deal, three year extension worth about seventy three and a half million. I don't know why um, he did that. He should have. They should have. He should have forced them to trade him. Really? We're, yeah, trade me. Get get me out of here because uh, Trey Lance isn't attacking the underneath. He's attacking the perimeter. He's attacking you know downfield with Brandon Ayuk. I don't know how on. I don't want to catch hospital balls. I don't know about Debo, <laughs> but I don't want to catch hospital balls. And but he, remember, they they use him in the running game too, though. Do you want to be using the running game as a wide receiver? What's the yeah. what's the life t- uh, the shelf life of a mm. person who takes the pounding of a running back when you're supposed to be a wide receiver? He could go back to the well and get signed one more time. He had this contract is set up for him to be able to get the cash in at, again. I think at 27 or 28 years old. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But what is your body like after those three years uh, playing right. run- wide back? Um, right, right, right. I don't even know if I answered your question from before about Jimmy G. I wonder if Jimmy G's. I, I'm sure they're moving on. I wonder if he's going to stay on the roster and they're going to pay him 25 million to just be the backup. Uh, you know, I don't I mean, know. Where, crazy. Where can he go? Maybe New uh, Orleans. N- uh, no, nah, he'd probably end up in uh, Cleveland for a year. For a year, maybe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just, since you know Deshaun is out for at least six games, it could be out for longer depending on the uh, the appeals there. Um, I don't know. Does he maybe end up in the, in New York and with the giants, if they give up on Danny dimes, you know, I mean, the, the reports they, out of camp now or that Brian Dable wants to rod Taylor to take, uh, excuse me, to God Taylor, um, mm. to take snaps with the first team. And uh, you know, the, the only other thing I can think of is maybe perhaps Houston, because they still are, are in need of a QB since losing to Sean. Well, so. I feel like they, they kind of like uh, Davis Mills out there. I mean, I feel like they can trust the guy. They let, they kind of, he, he's, yeah, they're committed to him, quarterback but... that had like 400 yards or three, 300 yard games or something like that last yeah, year. Yeah, they're committed so. to him, but it doesn't mean he's the actual answer though. That's the thing. I mean, if he comes out, this is his uh, audition. So if he comes out and he plays well, it's his. Yeah. Job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so, I mean, San Francisco is an interesting team. And the other part is for Seattle, the last team, the NFC West. I don't expect them to now that without Russell, they're pretty much done. This is why I'm surprised DK signed a new deal. I figured once he saw Russ was gone, I figured he'd be like, yo, do, deuces, I'm out. I, I will take a juju. Just take a juju. Go take a one-year deal somewhere for like $25 million. Just be like, I need to get up out of here. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're rocking with Geno Smith. I think QB. that's a good move. I mean, Drew Locke is not a very accurate oh, I'm not saying it's not the and, right move, but yeah. for DK and guys like Tyler Lockett, like, is that where you really want to be? What you want to be dealing with? The defense, as you kind of talked about it before, the Legion of Boom, that those days are long gone. They're they're donezo. 
I mean, that's why I even say, are they still relevent in this division? I don't think they are. I think they're going to they're going to finish last again. They're probably look what last year what they have what they what they what they go seven and ten last season, right? I think it I think was. So. I think it was seven and ten. And, um, I'll I'll set the over under at five and a half and. I'd probably take the under, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm taking the under on a lot of these five and a half teams. I mean, I I, I don't really have a lot of. I'm trying to pull up the stats right now to see what they their uh, uh, how effective and what production that DK Metcalf has had with Geno Smith was. As Geno Smith was there last year, mm. um, I think they played pretty well together. I really feel like it was uh, Tyler Lockett that kind of took a hit on his production. Um, there's no shooting for this. There's no upside on on Seattle right now. No. Um, the no. question in the show notes: Are they still relevant? They're not. They're not. They yeah. shot themselves in the foot when they uh, opted to throw a pick play pass at the end of the Super Bowl versus running it. Huh. Um, you know, so, but that's the yeah, greatest ever, throw I've ever seen. Ever since that game, man, it's 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 been a different. It's been yeah, yeah. It literally, I think it was it was the the straw that broke their back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that, that play, know, that one play, yeah. destroyed this franchise. And people said, "Yo, I'm gonna get up out of here." Marshawn yeah. Lynch left not too long after that. Richard Richard Sherman left left too not not too long after that too. Ca- you know? Caused a lot of blood, blood. bad blood. Caused caused a lot of bad blood. But uh, I, you know, and the the key there is just the fact that they're stuck with this dinosaur in P Carroll. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if his offenses are going to work. You know, they, uh, he wanted to run the ball more. Uh, his coach, Brian Schottenheimer, excuse me, his OC Brian Schottenheimer, who, you know, honestly doesn't even really throw the ball that much was still running the ball a lot and wasn't enough for P Carroll. Like, I don't, you know, you got Kenneth Walker, who you drafted a very established uh, and uh, polished running back from uh, the university of no, from Michigan state. Uh, and he's, you know, he, he, I don't know how much of a pass catcher he is. Is he a good pass catcher? He's, you know, crushing teams, mm-hmm. rushing over 200 yards every game. Uh, yeah, but yeah, what, yeah. Is, what does he look like in the pass game, which could yield to a lot of work for him, another dimension, maybe open things up, condense the defense, give guys like DK and Tyler Lockett a chance if there are for low percentage shots. Um, but no, they're not relevant. And I, I just don't, if it's at five and a half, I'm taking the under. Yeah, for sure. I, I think Seattle does definitely finish uh, last in this division. I completely yeah. agree with you. I yep. completely agree with you. Well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment Obed. I appreciate you being, being with me once again, as usual. Uh, any last words for the people before we get out of here? Getting closer and closer to the season, you know, remember to take a little time for yourselves. we got some holidays coming up, plan some things with the family, go have a good time. Uh, yes, sir. Get some new time. Get some rest. Yes, sir. Right? Yep. Yes, we run around too much as it is. But make sure your fantasy team is are drafted appropriately, dude. It's about to be fantasy season. I'm 100% excited for that. Fantasy season is coming upon us. Any new fantasy names? Any new fantasy names driven off the cuff? Um, my, I'm, my, I'm going with my usual, my usual. Uh, shout out to uh, Will, F- Will, Will Farrell, and um, what's the other one uh, from uh, uh, Step Brothers? Boats and Hoes, Boats and Hoes. <laughs> that, that I'm going with my usual, uh, my usual, nice. my usual fantasy name. Uh, any, what about you? What about you? I'm working. I'm trying some college names out here. So I've got uh, John David Booty Warrior. <laughs> I like it. Okay. We'll see how it flies. We'll see how it flies. Uh, Sammy 1.21 gigawattkins. 
<laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, we got a couple. We got a couple. All right, you, you're working it. I see. I see what you. I see what you did there. I see what you did. I see what you did there. Well, man. Well, folks, pre- appreciate you joining in once again. Don't forget. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT. Photo bed. I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.